the trick of the camera. It's it's a nice camera. You're looking crispy there. Thanks. Yeah, I spent not a lot of money on it, but I was like, oh, I should actually finally upgrade for streaming that I do so much of, you know? You do a good bit of it, don't you? I mean, you're like once a week not, at least. Not lately. I haven't I haven't even really done once a week lately, which is bad. What was the last game you were streaming? Chimera Squad. Oh, yeah, okay. Which, which we're going to we talk, talk about, about on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just get right into it. This is the Whiff Punish Games cast. I'm Nick, joined by AJ, as always, to talk about games of all all types. As always, except for last week. Or except last, last week. Episode, I guess. Last episode, yeah. Last episode was a special one. Uh, the the re- Final Fantasy VII Remake one. Thanks again to Mike for joining. Yeah, thanks, uh, Mike. I thought that was pretty good. Um, got actually some attention with that one which is great uh i did this is perfect i i keep forgetting to mention things because we only do this once a month but i want to reiterate that we are on spotify now um aj and i don't love spotify personally spotify the exclusive home for the joe rogan podcast yeah that's not that's very frustrating and but the non-exclusive home of the whiff punish co- podcast yes how's yes. that sound so so if you prefer Spotify, just reminder that we are there and you can follow us and then you'll be notified when you get new episodes. Uh, also, I forgot to mention that we have our store <laughs> on the Final Fantasy Woo! episode. I'm going to buy um, some more stuff. I, I have a couple pieces of clothing, but I think I want more. Yeah, so there's always wanna, a link in the, in the, in the description for that. It says, I'm Sebastian, call me Seabass. <laughs> That's all it says on it. Maybe it says whiff punish on the back. I don't know. Go for it. You, for you can that. make that one. <laughs> yeah, I will. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't make um, you do it. But yeah, the the it's a it's a neat thing. Redbubble's a neat store. Uh, it's a little confusing. I keep trying to update the link every so often just to make sure that it actually goes somewhere that makes sense. The I haven't totally figured it out yet. But um, yeah. If there's any questions, you can email us at feedback at tv one podcastcom or just hit us and, on Twitter because uh, that's the best way. Twitter's easier. Yeah, Twitter's e- the easiest, which is uh, at with punish game. But uh, with all that out of the way, because it's been a while, haven't with, done any with punishes and stuff. With punishes isn't on TikTok yet. No, I have no interest in TikTok. You know what's funny though? Uh, I get exposed to the really fucked up side of TikTok through one of the podcast networks that i absolutely love um what's the what's that what's the side of tiktok that what's oh, the dark side of tiktok oh this is gonna be mean um and it's gonna sound so bad but like d- let me let me preface this a little bit so your mom's house is a podcast by tom segura and christina Prozitsky. they're two comedians um both pretty well-known comedians they're yeah. hilarious yeah uh their their podcast is phenomenal. It's one of my favorites. I I actually watch the video version every week now instead of listening to it because they just they just pick shit off the internet and laugh at it and some of it's really fucked up. <laughs> and I can't believe they even like talk about it or make joke joke about it. But the thing that they do this new thing with TikTok where it's like this whole segment where it <sighs> I don't even want to say it. You just if you watch if you watch your mom's house, you know what I'm talking about. But it's it's people that you probably shouldn't be laughing at, <laughs> and they laugh at them. Is is their whole is their whole brand? Yeah. 
So that that's the only TikTok I ever see is that shit. So I don't even really know what it's. Is it just Vine again? Yeah, it's like a video editor, uh, social media platform. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing where they have. You're, you're showing your age here. You're not hip with the with the young people. With no, I'm TikTok I'm absolutely is. not. I don't even have an Instagram. We it's, have an Instagram, but I don't use it. It's um, it's kind of this weird thing. It's like memes now. But, yeah. but they're videos. Mm-hmm. So people will use like lyrics of a song and then the meme will be like, when I stumbled in last night drunk, and then it'll be like a Michael Jackson song or something. And they'll be, mm. they'll be, it's, I don't know. It, there's, there's some pretty funny stuff on there, but there's also like 95% of it that people just need to spend time doing other things, I think. Yeah, like the thing the thing that your mom's house is always making fun of is that people are putting stuff up on there that they they shouldn't be like yeah. talking about like super personal stuff. Yeah, it's weird. Or like or like doing drugs or getting arrested or like weird sh- just really weird shit. Like why are you recording while this is happening? <laughs> so, it's for clout. I is that is that their like metric of there's popularity some, or there's something? There's some TikTok people that have made a lot of money. It's oh, another, you just it, mean generally? It's another clout. platform for social media influencers to yeah business size. Is that a word? Yeah, I don't know. It's not make a brand. You know what I'm talking about? F- further their brand, the social media brand. TikTok famous is a thing, and. It's it's mm. the like the scrolly nature of it, like scroll past, scroll past, scroll past is like yeah. I think is what's good. I don't I don't know why Vine didn't hit the way this is. I don't know if well, it's because the everyone's home and it's easy to burn an hour on there though. Just like you look at your watch and you're like, oh my gosh, I've been scrolling through here for so long, and I don't yeah, have this... anything to say for it. Yeah, this is why I'm not hip to that cuz yeah. my my vice with that is imager and I only do that at specific times like I make sure not to waste time on that. Yeah. For I, that reason. I end up on it at work most of the time, but Yeah, that's different, I guess. Yeah. I try I try to limit my social media time when I'm at home to like the yeah. toilet, but you know, <laughs> we'll see, we we all fail. We're all human, right? Not me. What are you? I have, I have ascended. And Josh is a cyborg, so I guess... That's right. Josh is a robot. <laughs> I guess I'm wrong in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Do you want so, to talk about video games? I do. I want to talk about video games and some other things. But, okay. Um, I haven't been playing as much as you. I finished Ori, which will undoubtedly be... Probably very near the top of my game of the year list at the end of the year, if I'm oh, not yeah? mistaken. Oh yeah, I, I, there was not wow. a minute of there was not a minute of that that I was really I, yeah. For some reason, the, dude, the first one was the same way. There, like it's I am just delighted to play that. Yeah, like, it, it, the whole like there's I just don't get frustrated the whole time. It, it's like weird the way you know you want like a Metroidvania platformer to be tight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the you want the word to that word to describe. And I would say like Hollow Knight is a tight playing experience. I think yeah. Ori is not that way at all. I think it's no, like very it loose. 
Like, it is. It's the opposite of that. And for some reason, that works so well for that game. Even, like, we talked about the combat a little bit. Yeah. And you say you didn't you didn't really need it to be there? No, I think it got in the way of the game sometimes. I, they had so many, like, uh, pickups that you could use, like, for the combat, that mm-hmm. I had so much fun just, like, changing out those pickups. And I, yeah. I, there was times where, I, like, I wasn't even, like, really fighting, you know what I mean? I just put the sentry on, and so... And I would change it for different bosses. I don't know. I enjoyed the combat like more than I. I was ready to not like it. And yeah, I uh, like the the whole. There were so many different things that you could equip to yeah. like change how you fight. And and you I could have of... played the game without doing that. Like it didn't force yeah. you to right. to engage with that part. Of, and like I didn't for a while. And then as soon as I started doing that, I was like, oh. I realize why you would be get bored with just hitting the X and swiping the sword. There's some other stuff here that works better in situations that makes it so I don't have to just, like, play it like it's Hollow Knight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I feel like I mention this all the time, but, like, I like to experiment I, in games, like, yeah. when they let you do that. And I just didn't do that with Ori. I just didn't feel the need to. It wasn't even. It wasn't even like the. I found the most effective thing it's and because, just did that over and over. I just didn't really like want to engage with it at yeah, all. Yeah, it's it's not really necessary. It's not necessary, and I like and it's like, very. The enemies in that game are very secondary to like what else is going on. So you're you're kind of yeah. I, I can understand like why you would do that, but I'm just commenting on the openness of like all those things that you can equip kind of mm-hmm. made for a nice little toolbox like playground toolbox kind of thing and uh that game was sweet i i i can't praise it enough i didn't have to pay to play it I, <laughs> yeah that's true it's on game games pass. pass and it's it was awesome so definitely the golf clap for me for ori um i'd give it a sure. golf clap i think we did probably on that oh, okay well but now now you now you've completed it too i i um I mean, I really like that game. I just, you know, obviously have to find the one thing, and that's the only thing I talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I mean, I don't, I don't, I think I texted you when we were when I was playing, and I was like, dude, I don't know if it's just this game or if it's Metroidvanias that I, I don't know. It's something about it. It's just like the it hit the perfect spot. Whenever they make you want to explore, that's good. That's a good one. I th- yeah, I think like, I think that part of it is like the pacing of that game is just like as you're running to your goal or whatever, there's just so many little like pathways that you can go down that are okay, here's a yeah. a life upgrade, a, here's another weapon upgrade, like and it just it drip feeds that at such a pace that you're just never like stuck or you're never wondering what to do or it it was just i don't know it was it's good you know what i just realized uh the i think the thing that ori does really well i i can't remember the first one because it's just been so long since i played that but like the whole searching for extra things and like coming back to areas and the whole pathfinder metroidvania thing of like i got this upgrade now i can do this thing ori does it really well because it's like a challenge to get that thing. 
usually almost every time. Like there's yeah, some, like there's a little, some, a little platforming weird... puzzle that you have to figure out how to get to it, but you always know it's yeah. there or there's some like weird thing to come back and do that requires some sort of performance, even if it's not hard, but like in Metroid or even cast the old Castlevanias, they kind of don't work like that. Like once you have, once you have the thing that lets you bust down the wall, you bust down the wall and it's, yeah, it's a room and right there and you just grab There's it. the item, yeah. But, like, in Ori, it's like, I have to do this, like, triple jump and then bust down the wall and then jump off of, like, a f- one of those orbs in midair and then I can get this thing. Like, you have to, like, combine multiple abilities to do it, which is This is, this is a good is segue cool. into one of the games I'm playing because I do agree with that. I think Ori is a game that does collectibles like very well not to the yeah. point where i felt the need to 100 percent the game but definitely yeah. to the point that it added to my experience of playing it where i would take time to go try those things because a they're fun and b i would could always use like more upgrades do you know what i mean yeah and so uh just moving on from there there's another game that i'm playing right now luigi's mansion 3 and yep. it has the same uh i i would compare the upgrades in it kind of to breath of the wild or not upgrades the uh collectibles in it to breath of the wild you know how they did the deku seeds in breath of the wild yeah. like the every seeds, yeah. yeah korok seeds every which which one of them was one of them had deku seeds didn't it one of the Zelda yeah games? that's that's ocarina and um and majora's mask yeah uh they're they're completely unnecessary to the game it's like little gems that you'll find everywhere yeah but but every you see a little puzzle and then you have to solve the puzzle and you get you get the gem and just like that tiny little puzzle solving is is fun enough that it makes collecting those gems fun do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i don't care about collecting the things like i'm not the person that plays a game to check the boxes but right like as I'm running through the levels and playing the game, it just adds a little bit to my enjoyment to complete those little things, and that ups my appreciation of the game. Yeah, and uh, to be clear, like Luigi's Mansion Three, I think is excellent. I I am so impressed with that game and what yeah. it is. It's it's like a Resident Evil game with a Nintendo <laughs> skin on it. It is legitimately like you're finding keys and opening doors. And then they have, you know, the the original Luigi's Mansion had this mechanic, but the the vacuum mm-hmm. mechanic with where you're like sucking and blowing like all the stuff in the in the house is is so fun. It's it's like unique to that game. I don't know of another game that uses something similar. Uh, no, the way, other than probably the Ghostbusters games. Yeah, the way that. The physics work for you to, like, vacuum everything is so fun to just run through the entire level, just vacuuming the walls and the curtains and, like, just have it running all the time. It has these cool little puzzles where you shoot a plunger. I don't know if this is in Luigi's Mansion 2 or not, but I definitely don't think it was in Luigi's Mansion 1. But you shoot a plunger and it sticks to whatever you shoot it at. And then when you vacuum, you suck the plunger into the vacuum, and so it becomes like a grappling hook thing, and then you can like oh. throw the thing and smash it around or whatever. Yeah. And you have the the Gooigi, uh, yeah. which is like 
the co-op helper so you can switch between the two. So they have puzzles that where you have to move one character to hit a button. And you go through the door and move that, you know what I mean, where you're yeah. co-oping through the puzzles. And well, I, I can't believe, it's just like another, I think, goal for Nintendo that they hit with just this weird combination of an idea. Luigi's that, Mansion is really a strange thing. It's so weird, dude. It's so yeah. weird. And it, it works so well despite that. And I it's just... I mean, it's not made by Nintendo, but is it? I don't think it's like a Nintendo. I think it's just Nintendo branded. I think the developer is like, oh well, all of the all of those developers that are third party in quotes under Nintendo like are exclusive to Nintendo. Okay, I believe. Okay, so so they're like second party or whatever. They're that weird. They're that weird in between. I I think I I could be wrong, but I think that's usually how they work. Like all the developers that make like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even the developer of Smash Bros, you know, like they they started out as technically like a, a subsidiary of Nintendo. It's and they only make Nintendo games. Smash Bros so. is like video games, the game now. The what do you mean? I just mean like the, they're it's like not just Nintendo. It is. Oh, but... oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just speaking developer wise. Yeah, um, yeah. I uh, I. The I do need to get around to Luigi's Mansion. I think the uh, the Gooigi thing is so funny because it's just weird as shit. Like, yep, and it makes this... poop. It makes poop noises whenever it comes out. It's like <laughs> Luigi's made this like dark pact to split his soul somehow. It's like like what is the rationale behind Gooigi? Is did he get possessed by a ghost or something? Like what? No, did they explain it, any of that? Yeah, it's one of Egad's inventions, and it's just to help. Okay. He just, it's not, there's not really, like, I don't know how it's, it's like, animated. Hey, you can copy yourself Yeah, now. I don't know how it's animated by Luigi's body. I, it's not really, I guess, in terms of game lore. It's just, like, yeah. goo that you can control. So it's, like, a, it's kind of like a robot, I guess. But it's pretty, it is mm. pretty weird for sure. Yeah, it's super weird. Because, like, it's, even. It's fun. I, I, I don't. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just funny to think about. Like, like, uh. Like in Mario Odyssey, like they they explain away the hat the hat being a ghost that possessed the hat, <laughs> so yeah. like that's what that's what allows you to possess everything. It's I was just wondering, I didn't know if they went that far with Gooigi, but yeah, yeah he, I'll play I'll play a, that at some point. He's got a little background backstory and everything. I haven't even engaged with. Uh, they have like a whole other game mode and stuff, like a party mode, and there's like a multiplayer tower that you can go. Really? Yeah. There's there's that game has a lot of content that I probably won't ever mess with. I'll just play the main game and then put it away. Yeah. But yeah, I think that game is amazing, and I am surprised at how good it is. And it's perfect. Cool. I'm also playing Doom Eternal, which we've already talked about as well. <laughs> yeah. And it's the perfect like counter piece yeah. to that because doom is such a white knuckle like experience and i can turn luigi's mansion on and i'm just like yeah let's sit back and suck these drapes up in my vacuum cleaner and not worry about being not, murdered from every not angle die ever in the game yeah not die <laughs> i haven't not died lose. yet yeah 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 so but i guess can I, should I give my two cents on Doom? Not to steal all the spotlight right at the beginning. No, I want this whole episode to be about me since it's I all haven't about you. This been is... on an episode yeah. in two episodes. <laughs> Doom Eternal. 
I think I'm at like seven or eight. I think seven or eight mission. Yeah, chapters. Okay. Whatever. Uh, what to say about Doom Eternal that hasn't already been said? I think it's really good. Yeah. I um, I think I like the first one better. I think I can definitively say that. And you uh, played it like kind of recently, right? Or did you play it when it came out? No, I I didn't play it when it came out, but it's probably been under maybe I didn't play it last year, but the year before that maybe. Okay, yeah. So it's fresh. It's fresher think, for you. I think the best way to describe Doom Eternal for me is I think I have a visual I have a visual story to give to Doom Eternal. Okay, that illustrates how I feel about it, and All also. Right. And also brings a spotlight to something that we have been championing on our show as of late as well. Uh, so, okay. bear with me here. Right. I, I, we've been playing lots of board games. We talk about board games all the time, right? There's a, there's yeah. a board game, uh, a really good party game that I would recommend and that you guys should look up. It's called Wavelength, Okay. So wavelength is this like guessing game where it has uh, a wheel and the wheel has like a little dial on it that you turn and you get a card and the card has a clue, not a clue, but it has like parameters on it. So it'll say like hot and cold. One side of the, the dial is hot. One side of the dial is cold. And then you randomly get a area between those two parameters and I have to come up with a clue that matches that parameter. So I'll say like coffee and then the crew that I'm playing with needs to guess where on the dial coffee falls in the hot and cold scale. And so Mm. they turn the dial to where they think that my clue is coffee and then you reveal at the end of the, at the end of the game, like how close you were to the parameters right does that yeah. make sense yep um and if you're close there's you get four points if you're like uh, a little you're, tra- f- you're trying to guess how the person who uh, like set up the thing feels about a certain thing right well sort of but it's not always how you feel like i can do a clue oh okay it's just it's it's not my personal feelings but i guess it is since, since i'm giving a clue but you're but yeah you, you that's have what the, I thought. yeah you have the right idea yeah, because um, you have to like kind of know each other in a way, don't you? Well, not no, not necessarily. Some of okay. the clues are just like, like if I I, I don't want to get too in the weeds with the wavelength. All right, all right, We're getting yeah. derailed on my example here. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, let's pretend. <laughs> I'm curious how this relates to Doom. <laughs> let's pretend that I'm playing wavelength and I get a card, and my clue is like intensity and non-intensity. Okay, those are the parameters okay. of my of my card that I drafted for this wavelength yeah. game. Okay, and then we're gonna say AJ's playing Doom, and that's that's my clue. So the developers put the dial where they thought AJ would enjoy the intensity of this game. Gotcha. All right, and then we reveal what the what my actual enjoyment is, and the dial is just slightly off to one side of the amount of intensity that's in the game to what I would enjoy in the game. 
Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. I Does think that provide so. a good visual for because <laughs> I don't want to like knock the game for it. Like I don't think yeah. I don't think it's the game's fault that it's too there's too much. Mm-hmm. I just think like the combination of me playing on a controller which doesn't have literally enough buttons for me to do what the game wants to do on it, which is a weird complaint for video games, but like, it, it is kind of, and it's like a thing specific to Doom Eternal lately. Like, that, I've never people, really have other people said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, Giant Giant Bomb is like pretty definitive about saying you should be playing it with a mouse and keyboard. It's and, just like the the weapon switching and weapon mod switching. Yeah, like I I the game wants you to run forward and move at this pace that it demands in order for you to stay alive at all times. And I have to take my fingers off the run thumbstick hmm. in order to switch things. Do you know what I mean? Because the D-pad is what switches. Oh. So I could I could probably solve this by changing the control scheme, but I don't like to do that really in games. I'm I'm not a person that moves it around unless something's egregious, like yeah, Cuphead or something. I really don't either. Yeah. And and because of that, like I will get hit because I have to stop running in order to get the right weapon mod on my shotgun to blow the interesting the gun off the arachnopod. Yeah, huh? I never, I didn't know how it worked on controller. I never thought about that. That's that's interesting. Yeah, and like your grenade, your your grenade and ice bomb have to get switched out. Like I don't have, I can't, I don't have. Oh a yeah, you have for to, each of those. Mm-hmm. I actually. It's funny you say that because I thought it was weird that you have to switch between the two on the same button. Like you have to do it on PC also. Like you don't, you can't, you can't just do both it. of them. Yeah, you can't have them both equipped at the same time. Which I don't like. Why not? I don't. I didn't really understand that. Like, why do you have to switch them? But yeah, it, that's that is that's one thing that is the same between the between the so, two. So for styles. Doom, like I think, I think sometimes I'm playing and it's just. It sings like I'm just ripping through demons and I'm just like yeah. a force of nature, and the game is is enforcing that by giving me this cool story about the Doom Slayer that he's just like this man of out of legend that yeah. So it, he it exists does re- between space and time. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's really cool. And then sometimes like they just have too much stuff in the level, and I'm getting hit by splash damage from every little thing that I can't even tell where it's getting hit from and then i'm yeah, you trying feel to feel like you can't breathe <laughs> yeah it's just which is which is uh I, which i liked i actually thought that was a benefit to the the game but i totally get it the it complaints. works like 85 to 90 percent of the time and then the other 15 yeah. percent, it feels like it just feels like a mess kind of really is there what were, i would say there were plenty of times where i got like backed into a corner um and like kind of got stuck and couldn't like jump out of a thing or like I kind of yeah, just and then got... you just like bop, 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 get hit from like seven mm-hmm. things and you're it, instantly dead. It happened, yeah, it happened. Um, that happened in classic Doom, you know, like that. Uh, that's where I, that's kind of just what I always go back Doom. to. It's and and like I maybe you know, it's thirty years later, so like <laughs> that's not an excuse. It's just, and I don't know if that was on purpose. It's just, yeah, it's just the. It's just how all the things come together. Sometimes you get screwed and can't get out of a situation. So, um, yeah, I mean, I died plenty of times. I, I struggled through that game yeah. in some spots, like, pretty pretty hard. Um, 
the the marauder for sure was yeah. like that was like a real that was a real test of will <laughs> i think if i hadn't been streaming that i would have been flipping the fuck out <laughs> that's funny like jumping up and down and screaming just, and stuff there's some weird design elements that they used with you know some of the some of the goo and radiation like levels it's just like i don't think this makes a game better to no. include it like i understand that you're including it here because it's a thing from classic doom but i don't know whatever yeah putting it putting in something that prevents you from moving where in the a game, whole game that is you moving around i just don't understand like why yeah i, I didn't really get that i don't know and that's I, the I, and that's the argument against the marauder too it's like you're you're kind of constantly moving and shooting and now the marauder you have to sort of stop and like kind of measure your attacks and make sure your distance the same the right place and yeah it's it's a similar it's a similar thing my my problem with the marauder wasn't like the counter attack shot thing because I, I was fine with that yeah it was like a ghost dog it was mm-hmm. bouncing around the level so mm-hmm. i would like run out of ammo or health and then i would have to sprint at the one lone zombie that's in the room and the dog's like hitting me like as I'm trying to run to the zombie because I have to get close to the zombie to use the shotgun to make him blink so that I can glory kill him. Because if I shoot him with anything else, he just explodes and then I don't get the health. Yeah. It's it's just like ugh, it gets it gets like way too much to manage in in Yeah. The dog uh the dog you It can, doesn't like, die. Like you shoot at well, it, it like blinks you, out and then blinks back. No, so that that's what I was going to tell you cuz I I think this was like not communicated at all. Uh the dog only shows up whenever he's like taking a lot of shots to his shield. So uh. if you never let that happen, you never fight the dog. And that was my that's my problem with with the marauder overall, like that's really the only critical thing I have with it is that other enemies in Doom have always been able to hurt each other and fight, and sometimes are fighting each other and stuff. And you'll see that happening in Eternal all the time. Like, they're just attacking each other before you get into a, an arena. And the Marauder is also susceptible to that, but because you can't just shoot the Marauder... Yeah, his, it's engaging his shield all the time because he's Yeah, so, his... like, if he's between you and, like, an imp and he's getting hit, his shield's coming up all the time... And if it happens enough, he'll start spawning the dog. And the dog and makes it insane. And it, and it just hard. makes it extra more difficult. And yeah. it's it, like I, that that they should have really like reconsidered because he's already impervious to regular shots. So like, why have the enemies have any impact on him at all? Like it's it was weird. That that's weird. But it's like, a cool looking enemy though. I think it's oh, sweet. dude, so cool. And like lore wise, it's so cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's they're 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 the they're the opposite of what Doom Guy became. Like yeah. they they're they're Doom Guy, they're Hell's Doom Guy, which is like so cool. Um, but yeah, like the the dog thing, I like never. Once I figured that out, almost every Marauder I encountered later you in made, the game, I just made a point not to shoot. There the was sh- no. yeah, there was just yeah. never. I never had to contend with a dog. And if I did, I usually lost and had to start yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like one of those things where it feels like I'm fumbling and fumbling and fumbling, and then one time, randomly, it just I just win because I don't know what happened. It just yeah. doesn't feel like I completed it because I mastered the like like what I was supposed to master to complete it. Do you know what I mean? There were a few 
I, I didn't necessarily have that feeling. Um, I think there were a few scenarios where it was like a little bit more puzzly than I wanted it to be, where you're not really just reacting to everything that's happening. Like you kind of had to go in with a specific set of monsters to kill first. So things didn't get out of control. And I didn't like that. Like there were that, that happened a handful of times. And like at the end of the game, one of them specifically, it was just like, it took me so many tries to get through it because it would be like, if I don't kill this thing first, I'm going to get overwhelmed. Then I need to kill this thing second. Because if, if, if I don't do it in this order, then it just gets completely out of control, and then a, and then a marauder shows up. <laughs> and yeah, and you can't fight all of them at the same time. Yeah, it took me it took me a lot of tries. Now, I I do want to say like, I I don't think this is like ingrained in me from classic Doom, where like BFG ammo is precious because it shares ammo with the plasma rifle, and that's not how this one works at all. So there were plenty of times where like I didn't use the BFG. And you totally should because you get ammo for it like at a pretty decent pace. I never have ammo for that because as soon as I pick it up, I fire it. I just don't even really. I don't. I do not hoard that at all. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, it's it could be a room full of imps, and I'm just like, like I don't, oh, I don't care. Yeah, I definitely saved it for like when it starts to get really insane and I feel overwhelmed. That's when I would do it. Yeah. Um, and and I think there was like this mentality to like sort of hoard it too much where like I was like, oh, my God, I never know when I'm going to get a BFG thing because it's technically an item on the map. So it like makes it out to be somewhat limited, but it's not that limited. And it, it, it was like another thing. It's like, don't worry about it. Just use the BFG, you know, yeah. like just do it. Yeah. So but, but Doom, I think, Doom's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I'll, I'll I'll crank through that for sure. Not after not too long. Yeah. So what have you what have you been playing? You got some new games, too, right? <laughs> new new in quotes. Um, I think, uh, I I don't know where to start. I guess like a more recent game, just for the sake of it. Um, I started playing the Shovel Knight, the last Shovel Knight expansion. Yeah, Shovel King Knight's of, a good one. King of Cards. I'm a little disappointed by it. Uh, yeah. I was I was really excited to like get back into Shovel Knight. I was, like, waiting a little bit. I, I didn't jump right into it. It came out at the end of last year, 2019. Uh, and, you know, Shovel Knight's just cool. It, it's, like, I love the the 2D basic platforming. Like, combat's really simple, has awesome music. It's fun to explore those levels because they're small. And you can, like, and you just get rewarded with money. And you spend money on upgrades. And it's it's just, like, this really good constant, like, reward game. And what they've done with, like, making you play through different nights after Shovel Knight has been really interesting. Because, like, it's cool to see how they give a totally different attack and, like, totally different abilities all these all this, like, legroom in, in context of that just basic 2D platforming game. Like, it goes a long way. Like, the changes yeah. between nights goes a long way in terms of level design and stuff. And it's just really smart. Yeah, it's cool. And I was... I was really excited to like revisit it because it's been a long time. Like Spectre of Torment was awesome, but that was like two, three years ago. It seems like forever ago. And um, with King of Cards, you play King Knight, and his whole story is funny because he's just... This is like a prequel to the whole Shovel Knight thing where he's like gathering up all of the other knights and bringing them in his like fold 
And then Shovel Knight, you fight all of them as you're working your way to, I think King Knight is like near the end. But anyway, you're playing as King Knight, and the, the joke of the game is that he's not a king. Nobody knows who he is. Nobody gives a shit about him. And like they they just he's trying to win this uh this card game tournament. And with King of Cards, they added in a new game that is like a simple trading card game. And it's it's really I don't know how to describe it. Like I've played it probably for like five hours or so now, and I still don't really feel like I know how to play it. And for for a simple like 2D basic yeah, it's not the card game that you should be going for th- thrown into like this other game. You know, I mean, they thought it out well. Like it's a really, in it's really surprisingly deep. But like, I don't really have a good grasp on it, and it's actually sort of hurting the game. Even though I'm trying to play it as much as possible, because I like want to know it as a yeah. fan of card games. Like, I just want to understand it, and. It's uh just briefly it's like you it's a grid it's a it's just a grid of like it, it could be 4 it could be 9 um it could get a little bit bigger than that and every card has a specific like arrow on it and you're you're pushing other cards around the board like jockeying for position of the board and you're just trying to end the game with your cards on a gem or more gems than the other than the the opponent. And that's the whole game. And the whole like moving things around and stuff and shifting them, it's just I just can't wrap my head around it. Like I don't I don't know why, but it's it's really challenging. Even though I'm working my way through it and beating things and whatever, like Doom, there's sometimes where I feel like I don't understand how I won. Like like I'll I'll finish a game and it'll just work out in my favor, and I'm like, oh, okay. okay. I, I, guess I guess I, I made, I guess I made the right move there. You know, like they're like, so it's, it's, it's weird, and, and I don't, I, I like that they attempted it, but. So when you I, say you're disappointed, are you disappointed with just that aspect of the game, or do you not like the the unique platforming aspect that they brought with this character as well? Um. Like the whole I, thing as a package, or just that part? You know, what I'm I asking? think you know. I think Specter of Torment was like a really was the high point. Was a really high bar, yeah. Like because they made the story really cool. Um, it was still really funny, and he was just an interesting character. And King Knight is kind of whatever. Like the joke is funny, but there's not really good moments in term in the story. There hasn't really been. I don't know. Like it just hasn't really been anything super. Yeah, crazy. Like I, I don't know. It ha- it's it's good. I like. I mean, I never even finished Plague Knight because I didn't like playing as him. So I mean, he's be- it's better than Plague Knight, I think. Uh, but it, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's just it's fine. It's like more Shovel Knight. It's fine. Uh, I'm gonna finish it. I want to finish it. But I guess I'm just not getting like that feel. Like maybe after you know seven years of Shovel Knight, like. What, yeah, what should enough, I expect? It's enough. You know, it's, it's enough. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 okay, and and I applaud their attempt. Uh, I mean they they added a Smash Bros. version yeah, there's, there's to this a whole, too, uh, which I arena battler. Yeah, I didn't try because like I'm assuming you can play against AI. Like I can't imagine they're expecting too many people to be able to play locally and stuff. But but yeah, I didn't try that. So there's a whole other 
piece to this that got added. Does, so uh, does that, like, when I open my Treasure Trove edition of Shovel Knight, will that be on there free? Do I have to buy the King's thing? It's all included. Treasure, if you bought Treasure Trove at some point or, like, you didn't buy Shovel Knight from the very beginning, um, it's all included. It's not separate. Oh, I don't think there's, sweet. which is nice because I don't think there's even, I don't think there's a single way to even make, like, get confused by that as far as I understand. Like, if you bought Shovel Knight when it first came out, it automatically got upgraded to Treasure Trove. And if you didn't buy it when it first came out, the only thing you can buy is Treasure Trove. Yeah. I believe. So, um, so I bought, I bought Treasure Trove when I got my Switch. That was the first time yeah. I played Shovel Knight was on my Switch. And I played through all three campaigns that were available at the time, Plague Knight, yeah. Shovel Knight, and Spectre Knight. I definitely think Spectre Knight was the coolest and most fun, but I really enjoyed the Plague Knight campaign too. Like especially after you got some of the upgrades, like later into the campaign, mm. it made his platforming mechanic like Better. a little less, yeah, a little less punishing and and more puzzly and fun. Yeah. So I would imagine that I would, I would like King Knight as well. It might just be that you've played better platformers in the last I, couple of years. I don't know. I mean, I I'd like. I like King of Cards. Like it's good. It's uh I guess I just had really high expectations for some reason. I don't it know just, why. It doesn't <laughs> like, surprise me for you to say that it's not your favorite thing. I yeah. don't know. I don't know why. I just I, think, I wouldn't expect that from you. I think also just because like I've probably spent too much time trying to bang my head against the card game when it's like almost entirely optional. <laughs> like yeah, you don't an you don't even you don't even really have to play it, but like I want to learn it like i hate not understanding it it drives yeah. me crazy and yeah and I, it just makes me feel stupid which is never a good feeling and yeah. that's super frustrating as somebody who plays card games you know so mm-hmm. i i've probably like ruined it on my own, own, head. In your own <laughs> like, head. yeah like i did like it's not actually like a problem it's just something it's like oh okay i'm gonna play the card game and i'm gonna finish figure it out this time and yeah. i don't figure it out this time and it's just yeah but yeah, it is almost the card game is almost entirely optional. I think I think there's like one or two that I've encountered that you have to play and they're just so easy. So they I think they knew like what it was gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I got a speaking of card games. This is a random thing that I just tried last night. And uh, I'm not sure not a lot of people are aware of it, actually, because I hardly heard anything about it. But Riot, League of Legends, Moguls, and uh, their new, their current Counter-Strike over, Overwatch game, Valorant, that like took Twitch by storm, um, they released a card game. They released a digital card game called Legends of Terra, And it is basically... Hearthstone plus Magic. I uh, I asked you about this like a month ago. Did you? Yeah, and you're like, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, I mean, I'd never, I had no idea it was on the horizon. Didn't know what it was. And um, say another, jam, say jam plays that a lot. Oh yeah, another yeah. another friend was like, just gave it a try last week. It's free, you know, it's a free card game. Um, it's on everything. So the thing that's really interesting, and probably just due to due to Riot's, like, absurd uh, coffers, is that this this launched on, I believe, the all the ex- accessible platforms, like, immediately. Probably not consoles, because I don't think they ever put any of their stuff on consoles, but 
It's on mobile immediately, which is a big deal. Can you play uh, mobile versus PC? Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. I I've never I've actually never really done any uh like friend matches in like Hearthstone or Magic and definitely not this, but um I assume there's crossplay because it doesn't matter. Um but yeah, it like it launched on PC and it's on your phone. Like you can play it on your phone right now. I haven't played the phone version. I played it on PC. I never play anything on my phone. But um were you playing with Larry last night? What's up, Larry? No, we play we were playing fighting games. <laughs> um I I probably won't play it. Okay, so before we get too far away, like the the Magic plus Hearthstone thing is 100% what this game is, and it's a really interesting take on the digital card game thing where it takes from magic how uh you have attackers and defenders for creatures um where hearthstone doesn't work that way like hearthstone you you put down a creature and you can attack which whichever creature you want to attack and anything can be targeted at, at any time and you you can't really do anything about it where in in Magic and Legends of Runeterra, you can, like, choose to hold back creatures and not have them defend your life points and ke- and keep them for another round, all right? The other thing it does, where Magic, your power and health... Yeah, your, pa- your power and defense resets after every round in Magic. Hearthstone doesn't work that way, and Legends of Runeterra doesn't work that way. So it takes the attacking and defending of Magic and then does the... Um, persistent damage to your creatures that Hearthstone does. So there's there's this unique blend right there, right away, that nothing else really does that. Um, then the, the unique thing that Legends of Runeterra does is because it's like League of Legends stuff, I think, I think it's the same universe. I don't know anything about League of Legends. Uh, there's There's hero cards that can be in your deck. And the hero cards are just, you know, I believe they're heroes from League of Legends, and they have special abilities where you like level them up in a match. So if you meet a certain requirement while the hero is on the board, they'll level up and they'll get this extra ability or like higher stats or something. I think that's how they work in MOBAs, right? They yeah, don't you? That, le- yeah, yeah, and like that—that's where like coming off of. League of Legends, like, that's a really interesting, very specific, like, evolution of that idea into these digital card games. Like, yeah. that's that's a really cool idea. I think that's probably the only cool idea it's in like Legends Pokemon of Pokemon, involving your Pokemon in the In the middle of a match, kind of. In the Pokemon card game, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, that's the biggest thing. And then I think the second biggest, like, very weird thing about this is... Um, is how it does player interaction. So we've talked about the stack in Magic, like offline before, and how like things resolve, and it's really intricate and in depth, and all these timing triggers and all these things. Like it depends on so many factors. And Legends of Runeterra, instead of like one player taking their whole turn and using all of their mana to like play as much as they can, and then it's switching to the other character, it has phases. Like Magic, where you play stuff, there's an attack phase, there's a second phase where you can play more stuff if you have more mana, and then it's the end of the round. However, when you play something, it immediately gives the other player a chance to respond. 
You don't have to have a specific kind of card that goes fast or is instant, like in Magic or whatever. It's just, okay, I'm going to play a card. Now the opponent plays a card. Then I'm going to play a card, and the opponent plays a card. And then we get to the attack phase, and like the attack phase just switches round. That's the round switching, is like who can attack this round. Yeah. And the thing that the 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 fact that you can kind of like instantly respond to things without it being a very specific card type totally changes the game because it's like oh I put down this super powerful creature how are they going to respond it's not it's not I put down the super powerful creature buffed the hell out of them buffed everything else now it's their turn and how are they going to respond like you you get this like more you get this you get this very obvious back and forth right away of like you're constantly kind of adjusting your strategy instead of instead of just doing something and seeing how they react or like trying to bluff in and stuff so it's like all of that stuff is really cool and makes this game very different than like it takes all these pieces of other of other things and makes it very different and that's interesting enough on its own and like worth checking it out I don't know that I really care to play a ton of it, though. Is it? How do they monetize it? Do you just buy the game? No, or it's a free, it's free to, to play. Buy, you have to buy cards then. It, it's buying packs and stuff. Um, okay. the, the way and actually the way that these, the way that Hearthstone like established this, Genre? this system. Yeah. yeah the the way that it did it like was really smart way back when. Like Josh and I loved Hearthstone when when it first came out like we played the the shit out of that that was one of the that was like one of our early videos when we were trying to do YouTube stuff was me and Josh playing <laughs> Hearthstone um we were way into it and it's so smart because it gives you reasons to play every day because it gives you in-game currency every day yeah to buy stuff for free like you don't really ever need to spend money on those games and it's, Ma- it's Magic the old Arena games is service trick, man. That's that's how but, they roll. But they do it. They do it the best. Like nothing else does it as good as this. Nothing. Did Riot? Did Riot make Hearthstone? Who made Hearthstone? Blizzard. Did, Blizzard. Okay. Because it, it's because it's based on World of Warcraft's yeah, universe. Yeah. Warcraft, not specifically World of Warcraft, but um, but like they they established. Did you this... see the World of Warcraft movie? No, I have no interest. <laughs> Ask me anything about Warcraft. My my most experience with Warcraft is Hearthstone, actually. But yeah, like you you can get going in all of these games without ever spending money. Like I played a lot of Hearthstone when it was first out. I played it competitively. I played ranked every day. Never spent a single dollar on that game, not once. That's um, awesome. And and. Like Duelist, one of my 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 all time love, my favorite of these ever, and will never be topped. I don't think Duelist. I did spend money on because I wanted to support them. That's the only reason. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like the, you weren't the, obligated to. Do no, it. you didn't need to. Like you get enough in game stuff to like constantly get new cards and constantly just keep getting new things. And Magic Arena does this. So you would never guess that Magic, you know, the thing that everybody associates with a money pit would do this but arena does the exact same thing you get money constantly you get packs constantly with how magic works like with card rotation every six months it doesn't kill it doesn't destroy you like it doesn't kill you you just start over and they give you more shit again and it's 
Legends of Runeterra starts out the same way. Like, it just throws cards at you. It just throws stuff at you. It throws in-game currency at you. And that's nice. Like, you don't, you don't have to feel pressured to buy anything. And what, what Magic has done, and I'm, I'm assuming Hearthstone by now, I haven't checked in it on it in a long time, but Legends of Runeterra, all of these games, they go in on the cosmetic stuff, and, like, that's probably where they make a lot of money, too. That's it's what like, people buy. That's yeah, crazy. It's like, what do you want your card plus, back to look like? Plus, if you get into a thing where, like, if you're if you're paying for the best cards, you kind of ruin this, the, like, the pure competitive form of the game a little bit yeah and i mean they these game these digital games operate like like a a ccg other than other than you can't just straight up buy a specific card in these games where where like in magic you can go to a, a store and buy singles you can't do that on Arena. You can't do that on Hearthstone. Even, even doing that, though, it's like not you're not buying from the people. Like that would have had to have been the the store owner that opened the pack and had right. that card and then put it for sale himself. So it's right. like not. It's not like I don't know. I, I I'm sure it's some kind of economy that they count on too. Like Wizards, is it is Wizards who sells Magic? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's like some kind of economy that Wizards counts on. For their shop owners, their mm-hmm. official shop owners, that they're allowed to do that. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's not technically coming from them. Like, you can't buy the card from Wizards. So, right. I can see why you wouldn't be allowed to do that in the game mm-hmm. like yeah. itself. That, within, that's what I mean. Within like, the you rules can't, of the game. You can't just throw money at these digital games. and yeah, like, I mean, yeah. you probably, if you played, or if you paid some, like, absurd amount and just bought I'm sure they have burner and- accounts that... that do that kind of thing because don't they have that for everything like PUBG outfits and all that kind of stuff? Well, where you where you I buy mean, a burner account that has all your stuff that? Well, we're getting. I mean, maybe we're getting a little into the weeds on some stuff, but that depends on something specific things. Like you can't trade cards in these digital games. You can never yeah. trade cards. Yeah. So like you can't make an account, hope to get something, and trade it to the other account. You just can't do that. Um. Where, it, like, because PUBG is specifically on Steam, you could do that. You could because uh, you can Steam accounts because you can Steam trade because you can trade items between Steam accounts. And so, I didn't. I don't really know much about this game, but this is interesting part of this conversation. Artifact, the card game for Dota, which was a huge failure on Steam, and and a really interesting card game. That's coming back. Artifact is coming back because it flopped so hard the interesting thing about artifact is when it first came out was that they wanted to create a digital storefront for cards so sort of like real life magic where you buy a pack you don't want the specific card you offer it up to somebody and they pay real money for it to you directly and like that that was like a really surprising thing for like a digital card game and like even though Artifact flopped hard, that is a super interesting aspect to that game. Like, I really wanted to see where that was going to go, and I think they're taking that away with its comeback now because nobody cared and nobody bought into that. Yeah. But that would be interesting. Like, I think it would be cool if if these games did that. They just don't. And it's probably really hard to keep control of and balance and stuff. So, but, yeah, Legends of Runeterra is neat. Uh, I just don't. I'm not super sold on it. Like I'd rather just play Magic. 
Yeah, there's, um, a, there's just a lot of card games. You can't really learn. I mean, I guess you could learn as many of them as you as you wanted to, but they all work generally the same. Just yeah, with so to choose one to play over the other, it's just yeah, not they necessary. Just, yeah, like I think like I have no tie to League of Legends, so I don't care yeah. about the universe. Like, yeah, the art is fine. Like it's it's okay. It's just fantasy trash. Like. I don't know. Magic is still really cool to me because it has extremely cool artists, like an, an, a crazy amount of artists that are employed by wizards to do super cool artwork on those cards. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. The Magic Arena is still not on phones though. Yeah. So, or like, Mac. that's yeah. It's yeah. Like you can't play it like hardly anywhere still. Which is like, I don't. They they just don't care probably. Like. They have the whole physical aspect of that game, so like they don't really yeah. need. They're probably not prioritizing getting it out on all platforms, yeah. which which is a mistake. I think that's a huge mistake. But um, that's the one thing I had that Legends of Runeterra has is you could play it on your phone right now. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've been out of Hearthstone forever. I don't know that I would recommend it over Hearthstone. Like Hearthstone's awesome. Like it's yeah. a really good. It's a really good card game. Um, and I think maybe some of the Legends of Runeterra stuff makes it a little bit, there, there's like too much to it. Like the whole, the whole back and forth between players, like all that time and pausing and like waiting. And I don't really like that. I don't really like being able to immediately respond to somebody. Like you'd think that would sound good, but I, I just don't love that. Um, that let me do my thing and then you do your thing and we'll try and like strategize in our minds about like what we're trying to do instead of like constantly, instead of constantly adjusting something and maybe not really being able to form a strategy. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't love that part about it right now, but I'll keep giving it a try just for curiosity's sake. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know how much I want to talk about, you know what? Real quick, something more relevant again. Persona Five Royal just came out, right? Yeah, it's the Persona it's the, Four. It's the remix of Persona Five, which got me thinking. I really need to play Persona Four finally because I have wanted to play it for years, and I've never played one of these games. And I had a whole thing with my old PS2. I was trying to play on my PS2. Uh, so, sort of rest in peace. My PS2, I'm very upset about it. I haven't, you tr- I haven't tried to use it in like ten years, and apparently that's a sign of why it's not working super well. Yeah, to take it apart and clean the laser. No, that's not the problem. Actually, I've done that plenty of times. <laughs> um, so despite all that, I had to figure out how to play Persona Four on digital, and the way that I had to do that was hooking up my PS3. Because you can't play the PS1 and PS2 classics on PS4. Because they don't offer them on the PS4 store for some reason. Which is insane. So I had to bust out my PS3. Started yeah, playing Persona 4. Gives you a reason. You're keeping it for a reason. It's kind of nice to... Uh... We're past that point though. Like that. Then why we, do you still have it? For this reason. Well, I, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is we are past this point of this needing to be a necessity. Yeah, I agree. Like that we, we are, we are way past that. And Sony's being real stupid, but doesn't it make you feel good? 
Does no, it make I, you feel a little bit good that you're nope. like, I kept this thing. Oh, I, I, I sure. have the means to do this because I went through the the hell of finding a spot on my shelf for this thing specifically for this reason. It does not make me satisfied at all. Other does than not. other than the fact I have the capability to do it, and I'm glad I have the capability to do it. Um, but, but otherwise, I would call it that just being satisfied. Though. Otherwise, no, it pisses me off. It, <laughs> it makes me it makes me angry because the PS3 controller is a piece of shit compared to the P- the DualShock 4. It feels terrible to use. I hate it. The PS3 is so awful in terms of it's t- it. Dude, it took like an hour to download a four gigabyte game. Like the like it just use going back this far. Uh, one generation ago just reveals all of these shortcomings that we have just overcame. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? And like, why is this stuff not on the PS4 digital store? I don't get it. I don't get that. Well, we can praise Xbox for making their yes. things available. Yes. I'll do that. But at least the PS4 freaking works, man. My Xbox is uh, yeah. <laughs> Xbox so sucks. It's Xbox so sucks, but they're doing they're doing the right things um as a service. Sony is not at all, and it's just it's just really frustrating. It's I don't know. Crazy, I would say having a product that works is is doing Xbox the right works. Thing as a let's service. not let's not get too. Cra- it works. It's just not good. Ooh, <laughs> but Xbox, anyway, my Xbox uh, barely works. P- Persona Four. All right. So, and this is good because I think maybe this will convince you. I don't know if you even needed convincing if you were interested in Persona someday. Oh, I will play Persona Five. Yeah, at like, some point, very much. Fire Emblem Three Houses was a great introduction to how these games work. Like, I'm I'm so glad I played that first, actually, because I like the combat more than a turn-based JRPG. Um, I like the, the tactical stuff of Fire Emblem way better. So, like, having all of that, okay, here's the battling stuff, and then when you're not battling, here's all this social stuff you need to do, and, like, all this... All yeah, this, like you're um, making friends with people and you're you're, you're developing characters and yeah. relationships and stuff. Yeah, and I love that part of Three Houses. Yeah. Like I praise the hell out of that part. And yeah. so that's what Persona is. <laughs> like that's that's all Persona is really. Just swap the battling from tactical turn based to standard turn based, and yeah. and that's Persona the series. And that's really cool, and I'm I'm really liking it. It's it's definitely dated. I think it came out in like 2008, six. I can't remember exactly, but it's old for sure. And you can you can clearly see that it's old. Um, not even visual visual wise. I actually think it looks like totally okay. It looks like something that would have been on 3ds actually visual wise. Um, but man, the environments are so bland. There's like nothing interesting to look at when you're doing the dungeon stuff. And it just, that's like the one part that I keep thinking, like, I don't know if I'll finish this game. 100 hours. Yeah. Cause like, I if really. If you don't finish, will you just go right to P5? I, I mean, I'm going to play five. Like, I think th- this is why I wanted to play four first because it's like cheaper. I wanted to have a little bit of like, um, experience with yeah because like it's been a really long time between those games and like i wanted to have some sort of experience with the older one like i don't like skipping super far ahead in series even though they're not related or anything it's like a final fantasy it just drives me crazy i don't like it (laughs) so i wanted to go at least one step back um and i like instantly like the story i like the characters um the setting is cool like it's a little small town japanese town and 
it's it's fun kind of just like again taking ownership of an area and understanding it knowing where things are and feeling feeling like you live there um sort of like in fire emblem three houses and uh that stuff's great it's just the combat's kind of like whatever yeah um the the funny thing is is the personas are just they're just stands from jojo like that's all they are yeah and i like never put that together and that's totally all it is yeah um they do a. I guess I never knew this about the Persona series, but like they do one of the major offenses that I just am rallying against within the last couple of years. The silent protagonist. Oh my god, I hate it. I don't know why you are a silent protagonist in this game, and apparently you are in five also. And like, why? Like everything, everything else is voice acted, almost everything, yeah. and it's like. Well, so is he silent in that he doesn't talk or silent that they didn't voice act the character? He doesn't talk. You don't see dialogue. You don't... Uh, so, like, Byleth, Byleth had dialogue, but he didn't... That's true. He, yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? It's the same way. Okay, so you ha- you'll, p- you'll pick responses You'll pick stuff. responses, but, like, it doesn't put it into... <laughs> yeah, like, you'll pick a response, but that's it. There's no... there's And it's not voice acted. Yeah. So, so there's literally no voice the other than like, I think they, there's like grunts and stuff. It's your voice <laughs> that is the characters. And I hate that. I yeah, I, I don't like that. I don't like that logic. Like if, if the entire game is silent, that makes more sense because you're making voices for everybody, including the character you're playing. Whenever there's everybody else's voiced and you're just doing the voice in your head and not ever seeing actual like conversations it's just characters reacting to you picking a thing it's like it's weird it's it's, awkward. it's really weird and awkward and like i it just comes off strange like I, I don't really understand the benefit of it at all it doesn't it doesn't make me feel more connected to that character at all it actually pushes me away from them yeah just, it just makes it makes them feel like a flat kind of yeah like they have there's no personality yeah and it's yeah. just it's just weird it's i don't get it um and, and usually, apparently like, they the did that in five. So the characters are all reacting to you like you're the greatest thi- thing since sliced slice yes. bread too, which makes yeah. it more awkward. There, yes, that's true. And there's like no flaw to the silent protagonist. Like, yeah. they, and they yeah. specifically they make a point to call that out all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's really that's what, weird. That's what Fire Mom did the whole time. Like, you're such yeah. a strange bird. Like, are they trying yeah. to point out that I'm not? I don't ever talk, or what? What? Yeah. In just... in Fire Emblem, they straight up like you never really yeah. say anything, but like, yeah. but like in Persona, they act like you are talking to them, and like, and like, it like you're takes... the coolest man. You're yeah, it's favorite. like man, you're like I can't believe how good you are at everything. Is like like some of real things that they say. They're like, man, yeah. you're just like super good. Like, think like, what? <laughs> um, but the last thing on Persona I want to mention real quick is like your your school students, right? And I love, I love this. Uh, so, like, you go to class every day. Yeah. And, like, in Fire Emblem, you're playing the teacher. But, like, in Persona, you're the, car- you're the student. And, like, they'll keep the player on their toes by, like, asking you a question about random shit that they're learning in class that day. And it'll be like, oh, what's the tallest, what's the tallest mountain in the solar system is the specific keyword. And it's like... The solar system? I don't know. And it's like some random ass mountain on like Mars or something. And if you get it, if you get it right, like you increase a stat. And if you get it wrong, it's just like, oh, well, I didn't know that. And then later there were midterms 
And like all of these questions that you had while playing the game and like all of these things that you learned came up as questions on the midterm. So like it's like it's like a really smart way to make you pay attention to virtually everything in the game as opposed to like just walking up to a random NPC. They spout nonsense at you that you don't give a shit about. It actually might be important. And like that's that's really cool. I thought that was really awesome. I think Fire Emblem did that too with the uh, hidden items. Yeah, it did. Bit. Yep. Yeah, it did. That was um, the idea behind the hidden items. You were walking around mm-hmm. having conversations with people. And, and you, gifts and stuff. Yep. Yeah, and you needed to remember, oh, they, this person likes paintings. So then yeah. when you found a painting, you needed to know who to go give it to. Yep, Which exactly. didn't, really, didn't really work for me. I just would always like... Oh, I looked it up. I looked oh, up the I, list. You looked... Did you? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would... I would go to the person and then click down through every item I had. Nope. Hit A, hit A, hit A, hit A. No time for that. No time for that. Uh, like, I, there there was too much to remember in that game. There was I no way. I gave up on was, the gifts, like, halfway through. I was I was doing gifts just to boost their their relationship level. Because yeah. you can just give a gift over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's cool. And I'm glad, I, I'm glad I'm, I gave this a shot. And I'm excited to play 5 at some point. I think Persona is a really cool... I can say after putting some hours into this, I think it's a really neat series. It's a really unique yeah. thing. Um, no surprise there, really, to be honest. Yeah, and and it's just cool. Like like I've played a lot of Final Fantasies, and having like here Persona's not a long running one in quotes. Um, the Shin Megami Tensei technically is a series that I think is long running in the amount of games released, and they're all different. But it's cool because like I've always heard of those sort of like this super long running JRPG series I just had n- I no knowledge about and and like yeah. comparing it to something like Final Fantasy which I'm pretty familiar with it's they're just so different and that's really that's really neat yeah um yeah so I'll be playing that for the next who knows how long the next year and a half yeah I have uh I have a couple things I can spill on Animal Crossing okay yeah uh my wife that's relevant actually yeah, it is. It's very relevant. It's yeah. actually like the best-selling game of all time. Game I have no interest in. <laughs> but uh, I got it for my wife. I've been on uh, a weird work schedule because of this COVID stuff, so I've been not home a lot. And I randomly was like, hey, why don't you try this? And I got her Animal Crossing. Uh, what's it What's it called? Three ha- Animal Holy Crossing. shit, what New is it Horizons? called? New Horizons, is that is it? Is that it? I, I think that's the name. <laughs> And uh, she has played it to completion. Wow. Uh, which is awesome. I'm very happy that my wife finally got to experience a long video game from front to back. Yeah. Um, I guess you don't really complete Animal Crossing. I was going to say, like, what did... They There's technically like, do have an end state to it yeah, where it unlocks, yeah. like, terraforming she's in, and stuff, She's right? in the end game, for okay. sure. So she saw credits, uh, and it was... It was Probably forty plus hours, I think, of wow, of game to get there. Yeah. So uh, I I I've haven't played it like myself, but I've just kind of you know she'll show me her island and what she's doing and the gameplay and stuff, and I think it's pretty funny that we are in a time right now for that game to perfectly <laughs> yeah it fits perfectly mm-hmm. and. I've seen some articles about, you know, when they were, like, doing the dialogue and designing certain elements of the game, they were, like, 
trying to make everything about it positive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like instead of a a character reacting to you in a negative response, they would flip the response to be the positive form. Does that make sense? That wasn't what I wanted, but I love you anyway. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Certain things like that. Yeah. Uh, And it's just kind of neat that for it to hit when it did, and I think a lot of people are are healthily finding solace in it. And, and finding, yeah, yeah, finding solace in it. And yeah. uh, there's some crazy creative people out there, and it's just fun to see what they've built within the confines of that game. Have you seen? Um, have you seen the thing with Gary Witta? I don't know who that is. What he wrote Rogue One and like Book of Eli and stuff. Really? No, I don't know who that is, no. Oh wow! I'm surprised. A, a, a book author? Uh, he does. He does. He. I think he's done a couple comics. He's doing like or a bat- screenwriter. But he's both. Um, and actually, he he originally started way back in like he's one of the old old guard of like video game criticism. Um, like yeah, I think okay. he I think he was on like PC Gamer and stuff. Um, anyway, I just figured you'd knew the name because of Star Wars Rogue One. Like he wrote that. <laughs> is that uh, a book? I I don't really know the movie. Yeah, I know the movie, but is is the movie based on a book? I don't think so. No. Oh. Okay. I, I don't think so. I I have no idea. You know the more about Star Wars. The name that I would than recognize I from Star Wars is Gareth Edwards who directed it. Oh, I don't I don't, I don't know. Uh, okay. I don't pay attention to screenwriters as much, but yeah, keep going. Go ahead. Any, anyway, um he he's doing this really weird thing with Animal Crossing where he's getting like celebrities to come on to a talk show that they're doing through Animal Crossing. Like he set up a he set up like a late night stage where like there's a desk and there's yeah. a couch and there's a house band and yeah. you invite he invites like celebrities to come on and then they just do a like voice chat over it. I haven't watched any of it. I just see it on Twitter all the time. But he's got like like one of the one of the episodes was Elijah Wood and um oh who was the other person? It was somebody random. Uh it might well, have been, so, but like, but he's doing this whole thing specifically through Animal Crossing. It's that pretty is like funny taking they, off. It's like it's really, pretty funny that they use Elijah Wood because there was an article that went around with him that right. he had gone onto someone else's island and like I yep. guess behaved very politely. And so this person was like, "You know, Elijah Wood was at my island yeah. and he was so nice." Yeah. So like all of these, and like because of this quarantine thing, it's it's come out like there's a lot of celebrities that are playing Animal Crossing for some reason and. And like everybody's playing Animal Crossing. Are you playing Animal Crossing? It's, if you're not playing Animal Crossing, you're missing out. Funny, Polo. funny, like weird social thing that's being born out of the game. That is like I don't know. It's just cool. It's like a cool thing. Um, like I think he just announced that like Danny Trejo is going to be like some long, like like this is a thing that is continuing to go on for a while. Like like so, there's I mean, yeah. like there's future plans. Of like all it's these amazing. people, and like every time I see, every time I until see Nintendo pulls the plug on them, yeah, like how what they just figure out some way that it's like no, this doesn't fit our brand. Like stop doing this now. <laughs> You're right, that's true. Uh, I just every time I, have, I see who I they're announcing that. who's coming up, it's just like, are you serious? Really? <laughs> I have more on that later. Celebrities are all open, Dan. They're 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 sched- they're they got nothing to do. Yeah, and they're losing their minds. Empty, yeah, yeah. So, what else you got? I wanted to talk about Evo Online a little bit, but that can wait till the end. Um, just uh, uh, 
I, me and Mike like briefly touched on Chimera Squad, the new XCOM game, at the end of the Final Fantasy VII thing. Um, so people probably didn't hear that. But XCOM's new game, Chimera Squad, like all of a sudden out of nowhere, really cool, very new specific little mini XCOM adventure where it's, mini XCOM. Yeah, it's like instead of being a globe trotting experience, you're now just in this one city and you're taking over the city or you're taking care of the city and protecting it. You're you're combining now you have aliens in your squad because like this is post XCOM two when when the advent was taken down and apparently they were mind controlling all of these alien races. So like once the advent was was taken down, now they're just you know, they're just aliens trapped on Earth that have nowhere to go and so and now they, they assimilated. have to, and now they have to assimilate into society with humans and like that's a super interesting setting. Like that is really cool. And that's what this game is, is just like the weird, the weird after effects of, hey, these aliens like sort of killed most of the human race or enslaved them. And now they're integrating into society and they have their own like desires and like they don't, you know, some don't hate humans and like they want to live with them and whatever. And it's, it's cool. It's like a really cool thing. And uh, it's just more XCOM, which is awesome. But the the thing that they added was this breach mode, which is just so fun. It's just so fun. Like you you post up outside different entry points. It it matters which one you open first and how you open it and who goes in first and you have abilities based on entering the door at a certain time and like you try and take out enemies before they get to react. So it's like more cool strategy stuff. Really, yeah. To, it's like it's like add a new to an already rich strategy yeah. game. Yeah, it's like a new way to strategize that like is totally out of nowhere and unexpected for that game, and it's cool. It's a cool game. I've streamed some of it. I'll I'll probably stream more of it. I'm like really playing through it very slowly because uh, it's not you know it's not mind blowing. It's just more XCOM, <laughs> um, but it has all the same metagame stuff. I mean, you're you're researching things. You're building up your soldiers. You're getting different items. Uh, you're managing the city and making sure it doesn't go into civil unrest. <laughs> um, it's cool. I'm enjoying it. Sweet. Uh, it's only on PC right now, but I'm sure it'll come to consoles at some point. Sweet. Chimera yeah. Squad. Yeah. What's a Chimera? Uh, it's the mythical beast I guess, that has I a... I guess they're calling it that because it's humans and aliens. Chimera. Yeah, like a mix of things. Like That makes sense. A, a chimera, I think, generally is just a mix of, like... Yeah. 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 Features. Animals. Whatever. Yeah. Wow. That was enlightening. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to talk about Final Fantasy fifteen other than don't play it. <laughs> wow. Scathing. Yeah. Scathing yeah. words. I mentioned on our remake episode that I wanted to compare the battling to remakes and um battling is better in 15 it has some better aspects but that is such a frustrating game i'm just reminded of how i felt when it came out and me and josh argued about it on 2v1 and like it has so many good ideas but it is such a bad game and it's it's just frustrating it's just really frustrating and that game sold super well so, like, Square's really just going to look at that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's one of the best-selling Final Fantasy games ever, which is just insane. But, yeah, that's all I wanted to say, was I was extremely disappointed by the end of that game. 
So, uh, in case you didn't notice, our the title of our podcast is Whiff Punish, mm-hmm. which is is derives from fighting games, and uh, we haven't really had any fighting game discussion on here in quite a while. Nope. It hurts my soul, uh, but we do have some new content coming to Mortal Kombat uh, mm-hmm. next next week. They have some. End game content they're delivering called Aftermath with new characters and new stages and stuff. That'll be fun. So maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, in previous years, uh, Nick and I have mentioned Evo, um, big fighting game tournament that happens every year in Vegas. It's the biggest tournament in the world. This year, unfortunately, along with the rest of everything, everything, every industry, all aspect of life, <laughs> Evo had to uh, take the hit from. The old co one Nina, yeah, and uh, that's going to be completely online this year, which is interesting because they had a lineup of nine games that were going to be showcased on the main stage in Vegas in person, and none of those nine games are going to be featured in the online version of Evo. Yeah, like they're not going to be. Um... Like they're still There's not going to have... be tournaments. There's not going to be organized tournaments for them. I thought they were still going to have organized tournaments. It's just not like the main thing. I thought no I thought way. there were still going to be events. Like There's... like just my like side things. Like hey here's have... here's a Street Fighter thing, but it's not we don't it's not as prestigious because it's shitty online. I, I thought that was still be... happening. I think it's going to be exhibitions. So I'm yeah. sure they'll have like Punk play Bonchan or something. Okay. Yeah. I guess there, that's kind of what I mean. I don't think it's going to be like. A tournament, though. I don't think okay. they're having a competition. Like, like there's not going to be, like, a top eight with a winner that hmm. was crowned or anything. I get, yeah, I, like, I thought it was going to happen, but, like, not streamed or anything. Like, it's just, like, we're going to do it. We're going to sponsor it. But I, I misunderstood that because... No, the only tournaments that are happening are for... Those four games, yeah. Four games. Skullgirls, Them's Fighting Herds, which is a My Little Pony fighter. It's crazy that it's included yeah. killer instinct and mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and the reason those four games are included is because they're the only four games that have rollback netcode uh which is like different from delay based netcode actually street fighter 5 street has fighter has it netcode. it's just bad right yeah it's not implemented com- yeah. well so they didn't want to like compromise the sanctity of competition and have people playing on their wi-fi connections yeah. at home lagging out the the whole tournament. Yeah. So these these games have the best Wi-Fi, and that's why they're featuring them, which is interesting, like, for a lot of reasons. One, yeah. because, like, all these major label games, like, these big, big games mm. aren't included. So are, is it going to force them, their developers, to take a look? Because it's definitely... You don't think? No. Dude, this is this is where... This, cynically, Evo's, cynically, no. <laughs> Evo is where, like, this is hitting their pocketbooks for sure. You like, think? this is where, yes, 100%. This is where they, I mean, they, this is where they show all their new stuff for their, their games. Yeah. Like, this is the biggest stage that those games get all year, yeah. every year. So, it's, I, I just think, like, in terms of some of the Japanese games, it's something they've turned a blind eye to because it didn't matter. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I hope. I hope they are like, wow, they're not showing our game, but I also could see them being like, 
nah, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, we're going to still do what we do and not pay attention to what the community needs for online functionality. I mean, it's not like yeah. a, it's not like a new conversation, you know? No, but it's the first time I feel like that it's, they'll see negative, I mean, negative impact on their, maybe their bottom line. Yeah. I'd wonder, so, I'd actually be curious, like how, I know Evo is like the one fighting game thing that like everybody knows, even if they don't watch fighting games, but it's, I wonder, like, for somebody like Capcom, or like any any of them, like, fighting games are niche anyway. I wonder how important Evo is to like show off things to the general population. I wonder. I wonder. Uh, I just. I'm just wonder. I'm curious. According about to that. the fighting game aficionado community or whatever, yeah. like the pe- people who like do the commentary and are outspoken on, yeah. like this is this is a big deal that they didn't include. Oh, games. no doubt a big, a big deal. I'm not trying to downplay that. It's like just... in terms of in terms of developers seeing how important it is, is what I'm saying. Hmm. So who, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I hope too. But uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, it's going to last a whole month now. Yeah, it's going to take a long time. <laughs> so we've you know we've had watch parties in the in the pa- past couple years of of Evo, and that's going to change this year. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't imagine the logistics of trying to do like online tournaments happen all the time and like you know, it's not Yeah, you're like in the Discord, "Hey, are you there? Are you watching yeah. me?" Like yeah, what, when like, are we here's, here, we're in this Send room. me an invite yeah, with this person the... you don't know over a Discord chat. Yeah. I'm supposed to play I'm supposed to play COVID man. Where, like, okay, COVID man, where are you at? Are you here today? Yeah, it just sounds like such a potential mess, and I do not envy anybody involved trying to like keep any of those things running. Like, I, it just sounds awful. Like, like a Street Fighter lounge. I know Street Fighter isn't one of the games, but a Street Fighter lounge only lets in like what ten people. <laughs> yeah, and that's so, one of the reasons they didn't include Street Fighter. Uh, they're like they don't have. The games need to have good netcode, and they need to have a good, like... Uh, just lobby. <laughs> lobby system for you in order to be able to stream it. Like, Street Fighter does a thing where if, if we're playing in a... If there's three people in a lounge, and me and Nick are playing, and Josh is watching... Yeah. Me and Nick will start the match, and Josh won't see the start of our match until, like, 10 seconds after the yeah. match has started. Mm-hmm. So it'll, like, fast-forward the match for, like, 15 seconds to get him caught That's up. That's right. Yeah, and it has like a they, bad spectator mode, yeah. They couldn't have... Yeah, yeah, spectator mode. Like, they they couldn't have that stuff on on, on a grand stage. I guess they could. It, it, it would just look they, weird. Yeah. Silly, yeah. Yeah. So there's just a lot, there's a lot of functionality things that that games need to have that if they don't have them yeah. then they're not it's definitely not. revealing like really really uh the minutia behind all that stuff and like how do you make it work now online like for yeah. viewers and i was yeah. wondering how commentary was going to work because a lot of these games aren't one to one when you're spectating them like there's sometimes a little bit of a delay for the spectator. I don't know if these four games don't have that. I don't remember a delay in Mortal Kombat actually when we were playing it for uh, the spectator. So Mortal Kombat, I have have watched. Uh, there's been online tournaments since yeah. the because they have like a whole online season um, that launched with MK11, and like they'll commentate from home 
mm-hmm. on these events. So normally, like, it's just the two commentators, like, in a chat, like me and you are right now. Yeah. And the one-to-one wouldn't matter because you don't see the players anyway. So if there's a delay on what's happening, well, then it's the, it's the same for the two commentators, and that's what the stream so stream watchers would see. So actually, that's not necessarily true. So delays are different for different people, um, especially on Twitch. Like you might be seeing something five seconds ahead of when I'm seeing it. Yeah. Um, even though we're in the same chat, and even though our our chat is like one to one, you might see something happen before I see it happen. And it's like really minor and I don't think it's going to make a big deal, but it, it, it is true. It's a reality like that. I don't, I don't think they do through stream though. I don't think like they do it through Twitch. What do you mean? Oh, you mean like I, the commentators are going to be like in the lobby watching it or whatever. Yes, is that what you're yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they would okay. have one-to-one and then. Yeah. I didn't even think that's the way to get around it. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, because like having a stream of a stream, that's that's introducing all kind of craziness, which is what you oh, were no. talking about. Uh, um, like for the commentators to be using the Twitch feed okay. from we're, the... we're we're getting. I know how this would work logistically to explain not what you just said, but it doesn't really matter. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know. I know. Like how to put that together for what yeah. I was thinking, and not have it work that way. But um, all they need to do, be is in the lobby. Which now adds in this whole other thing of, okay, uh, I guess these two are always in this lobby and never leaving and they're commentating this pool forever, I guess, is just yep. how it is. Yeah, it's funny. Yep. It's like, this shit is funny. This is why the online thing to, is interesting to me. <laughs> the logistical part is is interesting, I think, because it's like... Not oh, the gameplay. I w- no, because I don't want to... I don't really... I definitely don't give a shit about them's fighting herds. I've never thought that looked interesting at all. Um I don't really care about Mortal Kombat either. Uh, Skullgirls is cool. Like I, I don't. I've never watched high level play of Skullgirls. So, and I and I like playing Ki, but again, haven't really watched much of it. So I'm not, not really that interested in Evo this year. Actually, if you're if you don't have like a familiarity with how mechanics work, it's less interesting sometimes to watch fighting games because you don't know how impressive. Like, the things that yeah. are happening are... Yeah, and, and even then, right. like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just not super interested in, like, the competition of any of those games, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. But, yeah, it's a it's a weird time. 2020, Hitting man. everything. Hitting everything, including hitting fighting everything. games. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, in terms of development, I don't, I don't see anything on the horizon, like, in terms of fighting games this year unless they make announcements at evo that are gonna say well they delayed that they delayed guilty yeah, gear. Delayed guilty gear yeah i uh, guess grand blue came out and they're pumping stuff out for that but yeah the the reception of that game's online has not been positive so yeah because arcs arc systems works does the delay thing on virtually all of them right yeah yeah yep and they do their crazy lobbies. Their stupid that... ass lobbies. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, so it's like they're they're way more into like what it looks like and the uh the idea of it as opposed to the function of it. <laughs> it's just yeah, so the stupid. Like it. what the hell? <laughs> yeah. It's an unfortunate reality we live in. Yeah. 
I bought I just on fighting games. I bought the I bought the second season pass for Soul Calibur. Um, Soul Calibur is pretty different now. Um, like if you haven't played it that much, you wouldn't notice. But like they added like some characters have like meters, new moves and stuff, different yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Huamaru or Huamaru or whatever from Samurai Showdown is like a, he He's a pretty funny add to Soul Calibur. He's very unique. Um, he he can do the blade catch thing as one of his like parries. Yeah, La- La- Larry and I were trying to land it. It's really hard to do. <laughs> um. Cause like guard, we have trouble doing guard impacts and stuff in general. But um, yeah, Soul Calibur's fun. It's that's a fun game. It's like a silly, stupid, fun fighting game, and I'm glad we revisited it. Uh, I forget who. Oh, the other character they added in this season, Hilda, is like from four or five or something. She's she's cool too. So that's fun. Yeah. I uh one more thing I wanted to mention with online Evo, Nintendo completely pulled Smash Bros. Oh yeah. Nintendo well, did. Well, so I guess that's what I was talking about. Like something I thought something would be happening because like they didn't even they didn't even want the potential of Smash Bros. Like I thought like like if they were gonna if people were gonna coordinate exhibitions for Smash Bros. Like it's just not happening at all. <laughs> So that was I why know. I was thinking. That's why I, I was thinking other games were a, doing stuff. I haven't read into why or how that happened. I just think like the there was announcements and stuff planned for the other games, so they still need to showcase them in some type of manner yeah. so that they can like have a audience and platform for those announcements. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because Evo is basically E three for fighting games. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure like DBC is going to announce a character, and Street Fighter will announce something that no one cares about. I wonder, yeah, I wonder what Street Fighter could really have anymore, but I don't know. Different different things like that. But Nintendo pulled Smash Bros because they always do their yeah, own Smashes online is I mean, they don't use Evo for that purpose yeah. anyways. They have their own like directs that have their Yep. But uh I just I, I don't want to take credit for this idea. I just I saw a video on Max uh Max's channel. He was talking about Smash Bros. Maximilian Dude. And about how uh, this is like the heyday of Super Smash Bros. Because he doesn't think, and I think he has a good point, that they will ever be able to get like this much game into a game ever again. Like how do you go up from Smash Mm -hmm. Ultimate? Yeah, I mean, this like literally should be the last Smash Brothers ever, I think. There's <laughs> no way they'll get licensing for, like, all the stuff that they have licensing That's a for good point. now. Yeah. And, like, when you go to the next game, like, how are you going to... What, are you going to put 50 characters in it instead of... Like, this one has, like, 100. So how do you mm-hmm. even... It's, so it's there's no... Like, and there's no hope for ever having a good online Smash Brothers experience because of that. Yeah, pretty much. I yeah. think it has to do with Sakurai, the guy that makes... The, the lead, guy that the makes, lead guy, yeah. the lead guy that makes because we were we were talking about that earlier with with uh, Animal Crossing. That's what made me think of it. Mm. But um, I I think he's getting older and like it really seems like this is his kind of like final hoorah. With I'm just gonna get do everything I can, yeah, to get everything I can into this game so I can ride off into sunset with the the cowboy music playing. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer that game doesn't work well online because like. Even when we play, yeah, you can feel you can you feel, can the, feel that it's like not mud. great, and it's yeah, it sucks. Like I don't, 
I, I, it just Nintendo in general online is just so fucking bad. I they are so frustrating across the board with every aspect of their online stuff. It's it's a shame, and they don't get enough flack for it at all. Like, yeah, it's 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 super bad. We still have problems with Mario Kart sometimes. It's like it just the fuck. Yeah, it's, just, it's the functionality thing again. Yeah, like, same with fighting games. They just don't. They don't have. Uh, they just don't care. I don't know. Maybe that infrastructure works for them in in Japan. That's well, always like, the that's always the thing is like they only care about stuff working is. in Japan. Yeah, yeah. But the, I don't know why they would care. People buy it anyway, man. It's uh, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. That's the problem with Nintendo. They're one of the big offenders of that. Is like they're still constantly successful, always, forever, regardless of all of their mistakes and shortcomings. I think Bandai Namco did the online and. Uh, Smash though. Oh really? Hmm. Yeah, they're like the. I could be wrong about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have have plenty of problems with Tekken. Online. That's what I'm saying. They they don't have. But none with Soul Calibur. I, I don't know. I think uh, I think general opinion on Soul Calibur's online isn't very high either. Oh, probably not. I'm just all I have is experience with, you know, playing with friends. I've played that yeah. game a little bit online. I don't remember lag and stuff, but. We played a good bit of Tekken online, like it, and it was fine. It got it's always, worse. It always has been. It got worse for some reason because I, when when Larry and I were playing, I was like, "Wait, I just remembered when AJ and I last played this. We also had problems for some reason. Yeah, like I, I don't know what happened, what changed, but I don't know. There's a weird. There's a weird. Uh, there's a lot of information about like online gaming and how your net code affects it and how your connection affects it. And yeah, it's kind of a thing that I've recently been looking into a lot. Just so I don't, it's like, it's frustrating enough playing fighting games that I don't need the added frustration of like questioning whether my connection's working all the time. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's so, it's just so weird. Cause it's only ever fighting games that I notice connection problems. Well, with. there's a reason for that though. I mean, like shooting games i you would you would only notice like with your target there there there's just not fighting games are like more of an exact science i think that you can see whereas sure. like a shooting game like you, you're yeah. only going to experience the lag and like your hit detection of your shots and like you're not you're not a a pro cod player so you're not putting the target right on the guy and keeping it there steady like you know what I mean? You kind of I'm not saying you you're not good at the game, but you're you're going to be moving the target around a little when you're you're shooting at people, right? Like spraying sure. a little. Yeah. So your hit detection's kind of going to it's not something that you can like look at and see, oh, I definitely had the target on him there and it it definitely didn't work. Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm, like I don't, I don't know. I mean, I you could tell. I I think you could tell like that you would see the character moving. Like like jumping around, like like phasing in and out, which so, is what you see in fighting games. So like a fighting game is two people. It's a I, under, I between, understand where you're going. It's between two people, and yeah. like the data is getting sent back and forth between that two people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if there's a if there's like one instant where that data doesn't get sent, that immediately, 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 yeah, like is is gonna affect both players' experiences of what they're seeing. 
like in the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like in a shooting game, if you're running and like your data gets missed a little bit, like there's still a whole map of people that like you that won't get affected by you jump jumping forward a couple steps. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know about that logic, but um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I mean, I get I get the like you're you're focused on just one other person, and it's very obvious when you see things happen in a fighting game. But um, the other thing too, I'm is just I saying, just like think... you you like you see lag in shooters too. Like it happens, and it doesn't think... just affect somebody you're looking at. It affects you as it it affects you moving and everything. So like my point was. That just doesn't happen as often across all other online games as you notice in fighting they games. They have, they have better net code. Yeah. Th- yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, it just that's the that's the bottom line. Yeah. Like like for whatever reason, it's just is it fighting games are like this one specific genre the, where it's just the like, online functionality has not caught up with the yeah. current status quo. Mm-hmm. Is really right. what it is. Yeah. And that's why people are saying it's a big deal. Yeah. That Evo's online and it's forcing that aspect of the genre into the spotlight. Yeah. Anyway, enough to get in, enough in the weeds about that. I just it's interesting. It is I mean it is interesting. Yeah. Um It and it just sucks to not really care about it this year. I'd like I don't know. I think too, like a lot with it, a lot of our experience playing like Tekken Soul Calibur, like you haven't played much of that one player. So, uh, like your only experiences is, is online matchmaking, like between me and you. Yeah. So you, sometimes I would say we don't even know how bad it is just because like you haven't experienced the like offline P2P, no lag. Scenario. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. To compare it to mm-hmm. like what we constantly play, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So there's like that to think about too. Yeah. But. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's all I got really for the day. I'm I'm gonna play some more Mortal Kombat. I have. What do I have on my docket right now? Once I finish Doom and Luigi's Mansion. I don't know what I'm gonna play next. Yeah, I, I don't. Have... I don't have a plan for anything because there's like not. Last of Us comes out in a couple weeks, but I like kind of don't even care. I don't know. Well, t- I'm sure we'll talk about it and play. You'll be playing it when it's out. Part of me wants to not play it. I know, but you can't. You'll you'll have fear of missing out on that. Too much. I would. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna. I really the game that I really really want to play this year is Gears Tactics. I'm like trying to get my hands on that. But it requires a whole PC that I'm going to have to build and buy. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I'm just going to say, I don't think you should go through all that effort just for that game. <laughs> well, I, I would I would play Chimera Squad. I would yeah. use it for streaming. I, I'm I doing actually, online DJ lessons right now that I want to work on streaming, too. I, I just actually There's have different like, things that I... Yeah. I have, like, I no interest for. in Gears Tactics. I, oh, I, th- I think it sounds awesome. I thought I, I, thought I would... But like after seeing some of it, and it's like I'd I'd rather just play XCOM two again, you know. Like yeah. I I don't really like. That's a shitty mentality because usually I want new things, but like it doesn't look like it does anything more interesting than a a very good game that already exists. So like, I don't, I can't speak on this because all I do is read. But I read that it's not quite as like focused on punishing you as much. 
as XCOM is, whereas the whole thing is where you're like kind of setting up combos with your your teams. So it's like uh, they compared it. They compared it to uh, like Mario Rabbids, where mm. where you're trying to get the most out of like one. One, you set your guys up and get the most out of one maneuver into as opposed to like XCOM's long objective-based scenarios that constantly like cut your feet out from under you because like hmm. the bad guy teleports in or you know what I mean different things like that. I don't know. It sounded what from what I read, it sounded different enough that it, I was like, yeah, that sounds sweet. I want to play that. Yeah, I don't know. I watched. I watched Giant Bomb play it for a while, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't think I need to worry about playing this." I mean, may- maybe, yeah. maybe like when I have Game Pass again, if, when it's cheap, I'll I'll check it out then. But like, I don't care about the Gears universe, so right away, whatever. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, it takes away the meta game, which I love the meta game of XCOM. That's like I like that part a lot. Yeah, I agree. So if you're just going, if you're just going battle to battle with like some minor changes to the tactics like eh i don't know i kind of forgot it existed already <laughs> like i i've just like put it out of my mind in a in a lot of ways um cuz i was looking forward to it but after seeing some of it and reading a little bit about it eh so yeah i don't know i it was never going to be better than xcom i don't i don't know no, i it's would funny never to me expect that your it. opinions changed. I would ne- I would <laughs> never expect it to be better than XCOM. I, that's yeah. true. But yeah. I I guess I was hoping it would be I was hoping it would do something different enough cuz like what you described you can do in XCOM. I mean that like not to just pinpoint on that one thing, but like I I don't feel that way in XCOM. I mean, I know it's hard and it's punishing, but like you could play it on an easier mode and it wouldn't feel like that, you know, like you could, yeah, I guess you could, you could do all of that setup stuff and whatever. It's like, I guess I just mean design wise they They weren't going for the same. They weren't trying to put you in the same scenarios that XCOM puts you in is all, mm. but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know without playing it it's without hard playing to, it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hard to, to even argue for that. So yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But I want to, they didn't release it on Xbox for no I mean, it, reason at all. It will freaking... it, it will be coming out on Xbox though. Like there's I, you no don't... current date for it. There's it, no it will plan. come it, it will come says... out on consoles. <laughs> it, it it's not. There's no way it won't. It just might. It just isn't immediate. Um, I thought that was interesting that nobody knew that. I didn't know that. I thought it was coming to both of them. I, I don't know. They don't have any games for Xbox. They didn't. Commu- did, they didn't did... communicate that at all. How did how did the Xbox release an Xbox game and then it, they're like, oh, sorry, you can't play it on Xbox. It's pretty funny. Like they don't ha- they don't have a, a like a, a bunch of games that I have to. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's frustrating, dude. Yeah. That company frustrates me so much. <laughs> I yeah I don't know. I That's don't, all I got though. Yeah, I don't I don't think about Xbox too much ever because <laughs> it just doesn't affect me. I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't have any board games to talk about, and this is the long. We're at we're at the uh, long portion of this anyway. Yeah, I just I assumed we'll get back to it. People probably don't have much board game time to play anyway. Most people are probably still in isolation and or coming out of it. Yeah, I mean, if I lived with a girlfriend still, you damn 
know I would be forcing board games. But, You're darn tootin' yeah, on like, playing so, my board games. So I don't know. I don't know how many other people are in that situation because I know you like you and Monica like she likes games. So like that's, yeah, we play that's quite good. a bit. But um, yeah, I would be forcing that <laughs> a lot. But uh, next time we we'll have more for you next time. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, but yeah, uh, that's gonna do it for this one. I think. Uh, thanks for listening as always. Check us out on as always, yeah. Check us out on, on platforms, social media, and uh, sometimes I stream at twitch.tv slash lost in a contraption. And uh, check out our store; the link will be in the description. There's not just t-shirts; there's other weird things if you want. There's Buy socks. some swag. Yeah, there's you can get some socks. Check out my wife's blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, popcornreviews.com and uh, play games. Yeah. Listen to Tame Paula. This is the this is the perfect time to play games. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Until next time. Uh, see you later. Later. Okay.